All right. Welcome back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this you, is the you. Wise Warrior Podcast. It is. Yes. It's a privilege. This is a. It's an honor. Is it? Yeah. A little bit. I don't think you should say that yet. You might regret that later <laughs> on. <laughs> Honestly, I have to admit it right now. I don't. I haven't really listened to other podcasts before, the ones you've did. But I've heard that it's a great podcast to be on. It's fun, fun environment. Who told you that? Um, <laughs> you just lied media. to me. <laughs> we talked about being honest. I'm being, I'm being completely honest. <laughs> All right. See, that's the thing. It, it's relative to everyone's situation. You don't know if I'm being honest. I guess like it's fun to at least call you out. Like if you're gonna tell me that you're being an honest person, hold on. Before we get into this first, let's <laughs> cheers. Are like, wait, what's happening? This is a cheers with with the golden boy. Uh, I do go. I guess I go by Golden Boy still. Yeah, for now. You're the Golden Boy. Corjuini, Corbidori. Yeah. yeah, and he's here. Um, first official um, time on the Wise Warrior podcast, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we were just getting into it right now about truth and honesty, and and just trying to figure out how honest are people being. I think it's like at the gist of it is like. And if you decide to live by truth, that's difficult, right? Like, we kind of, like, hit a few points earlier in our conversation, but, like, that's just hard to do, right? Like, to be brutally honest to people all the time. So, earlier right there when I said it's a privilege, mm-hmm. is that why you uh, you questioned me on that, right? If I was being honest? Well, you said it's you said it's an honor to be here, and then you it's said something along the lines. You said it. You said I heard this is a good podcast to be on or something. Oh, something along the lines, and I was like, "Who told you that?" So let me ask you: Why did you think I wasn't being honest? I thought you were just like bullshitting me. Is that because you know me and you think that's like? Uh, yeah, just kind of like a joke, but like take saying that the joke was not. Well, you know genuine. what? You're wrong. <laughs> So I was like, I, now I'm I want to know, like, for this? I want to know, like, one, if, if if my podcast is getting reviews, like, who's writing them and how come I didn't see it? Um, I think it's the, I guess you could say fans, but the fans would probably be the people that have been on the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all I've heard from. But that's still good because you Shout want Shout out you to the former guest. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Princess. Uh, Bub- Holy Shrub. Bubblegum Queen. Bubblegum Queen. Yeah. That was a special episode. Yeah. Every good. everybody has a nickname, and I just want you to know if you're thinking if you're ever going to come on my podcast and you need a nickname, you do. <laughs> so listening to other parts of podcasts too, I've I've realized I need a nickname. Yeah, no, I guess I mean yeah, my nickname would be Golden Boy, but I don't know if I go by that. Well, tell us real quick as as a small intro. Yeah, who is Golden Boy? Who is Golden Boy? Golden Boy, and you don't is... have to get like super technical, like legal names, just like. The background story, right? Because it sounds like you're a superhero of some sort. But just tell us a Apparently, little bit about. I don't know if I am. Who Golden <laughs> Boy is? Maybe briefly where it came from, and just just talk about that. So for take a, a take a little picture of a baby, <laughs> <laughs> and you know you just want to squish his little cheeks. Uh, yep. Um, most I, most babies. Yeah. And usually it came out back then when uh, we were DJing, and I guess I just looked kind of like a cute little baby up there. <laughs> I never like. <laughs> grew out of my young self. Um, I don't think you ever will. Yeah, I, I think I'll always. You know, that's another thing. I. It sounds kind of egotistical. A lot of people say I'm cute. He's so youthful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's like a halo around <laughs> you right now. I'm like he's so pretty. All right, well that's the that's the emoji I would use for Golden Boy, <laughs> little baby with a halo. Oh, nice. <laughs> if that's one I'm combining to, I think. <laughs> but yeah, it would be that kind of image and. Uh, 
You know, I would just be that one that would throw down some heavy bass shit. Yeah, yeah. But still have that little cute baby face up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like luring me in to like make so many comments about that that <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Well, another thing is, I think Golden Boy came from you. S- I, I mean, maybe it was originated from a lot of other people, but I think it was mainly from you. I want to say it was like a group like yeah. effort that we all kind of came up with these weird names as we hung out. But um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, between you and Holy Shrub, though, so Golden Boy, Holy Shrub, you guys are actually related. Um, I don't know how he got that name, but <laughs> <laughs> I heard his podcast. <laughs> he was questioning himself. So. <laughs> it would be funny if just no one actually remembered how they got their name, but it just stuck anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of Golden Boy. I guess it was what I was explaining with like the baby thing. Um, I mean, I think we just look at at you as like, because if it was when the Shrubbies were hanging out, so to speak, it was yeah. like four of us just like doing some weird shit. Like, it was just the fact that you were like the youngest too. I think has a lot to do with it. Yeah, like the Golden Boy, right? Like the prodigal son, and it's like, yeah, this young like there's something magical about him. Um, and it's it's also really cool to think like in some ways how you look up to people being older than you. We all looked up to someone being younger, but just <laughs> yeah. having this presence that was just so powerful, right? Oh, and just you had something to contribute to the group. Like we all had something to contribute so uniquely. Um, and it's kind of like a name in some ways just embodies a feeling that sometimes it's hard to articulate, but we know what it means. You know what I mean? Like it 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 has so much in the name. I think. Uh that's another thing too is like in my life back in high school and middle school and everything at that time I was hanging out with kids my age because obviously I was in school with them but then as I got more into college and everything um hanging out with you guys ever since like meeting you and Jess Mystic Princess and uh even just hanging out with Holy Shrub and Z dub <laughs> <laughs> Kia. 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 Um, what was it? Oh, Savage. <laughs> Savage Kia Observer. I don't know how he got that name. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a few names. Um, but anyway, hanging out with all of you guys, that's like what I've stuck with, I guess you could say. And from then till now, it's always been like older group of people. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with all the old geezers <laughs> these days. So you're still the youngest in I every am. every aspect of your life. Yeah, and I kind of like I I accept that now and it kind of represents me now mm-hmm. because like you said I I learned so much from you guys, but in a way I feel like it's made me kind of look at the mature side of life and bring it to my own self. And it's cool to hear you say that you've learned from me as well. Oh yeah. I'm like a younger person. That's what this podcast um, is all about. Is we're about to share with the world what I've learned about you. Oh. And it's pretty incredible. <laughs> it is. It is. You That's have a great. lot to offer this world. I would love to hear it. <laughs> the world is going to hear it. Chapter Whether one. you like it or not. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Meeting Golden Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a little baby. <laughs> this is going to be the longest podcast ever. <laughs> Sit tight, folks. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. So, what have you learned about me? Okay. Well, if you're going to... I think we should get into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we definitely can. Um but I don't. I don't think there's much. Yeah, Golden Boy. That's my name. I would. I would represent for myself. Um, it's also your DJ name. It is my DJ name. Which he DJs. So I do DJ. Yeah, you do a lot of DJing with with Kia with Holy Shrub. Well, another. So Golden Boy wasn't. I mean, it was was I what I resonated with 
in like shrub squad and all and i guess that would be like my shrub squad name mm-hmm. but you know i i don't know if i've told you but my other name on soundcloud that i did was ooey yeah i did see that you're yeah, the music that you were producing and putting out yeah yeah and that stands for everything with euphoria okay so that was like a little little side project i was working on yeah but, um so say that one more time where can they find that music soundcloud.com slash uh lowercase e capital w lowercase e okay Ewey. nice and yeah so i recently listened to one of those songs because i had to like redownload my soundcloud and i just want to put this out there that again i'm talking to someone that's been producing that's been playing music and i have some questions around that but yeah just if you have time check out the soundcloud it's just really chill just um music to kind of just put some headphones on close your eyes and just get lost in for a while it's not the stuff you're going to find on the radio but for me it represents um an artist just doing something different right like and just you can feel it in the music and you can also i almost feel like you can sense this like development right and like almost like playing like it's playful like playing around with sounds um that's that's funny our our friend so good um he mentioned that he said it in a word it starts with a w like um i can't think of the word but it it stood for like playful yeah and because he sent that to me like i sent him my songs then he sent feedback and he said that word and then i looked it up and it said playful and i was like that's interesting oh whimsical Whimsical. that's what it was i was thinking it whimsical i I swear i was about to say it i'm not lying (laughs) (laughs) i was questioning i know you i could feel it (laughs) It's not good when you laugh and then come back to the <laughs> mic and you start to lose oxygen right there. <laughs> um, it's going to be bad when you hear the headphones pop <laughs> off. <laughs> That's when you know true. it's bad. But you're right. Playful is like, I guess, what it kind of encompasses, all of them. Um well, a lot a, of that's them. appropriate for someone that's named the Golden Boy, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's <laughs> and that's right. the energy that you bring, dude. Like it's reminds us to to be innocent, be young, be playful. I like, always want that side of you play know? in life. Even it doesn't matter do how old you are. Fucking play. Go play, dude. Yeah. And I think that's like going into the music side of playful playfulness. It was this just let's see what let's see what I can come up with. Get Ableton, go and do it. Um and just work around with like samples and all. And it started to come together. I didn't really know much about Ableton or anything, but there was just so many nights where I would just be on the computer headphones on. And the best feeling was like things start not like, they're not really working out. You're kind of getting a little blub. And then finally you get something in there, starts to work out, starts to piece together. And like the moment you start, and you see the progress and you get to something where like after three, four hours, it's like midnight by that point. I'm like kind of getting tired. But then the best feeling was to just go back to start, click play and just listen through. And it might even be like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. But it was still like, I guess that's where my name came from. Everything with Euphoria, because every little piece that I listened to was always euphoric to me because it was always just brand new. And I never worked with this kind of like territory of music. Um, it's usually been like guitar or live instruments or something. So working with this kind of style was intriguing. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like you were learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the early phases of, of dabbling fun. with producing EDM type sounds and, 
And like speaking of playful, it was fun doing it. So it yeah, was just, it, was, it was. I was playing around with it. Let but me, can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, are you familiar with like a flow state? Yeah. Okay. Did you did you feel that? Did you enter that state when you're putting these things together? Um, or was some of the irritation at, at the struggle of learning getting in the way of that? Um, there was times where like, but like yes, I would say I would get into a flow state and things would start to make sense. But there was points like there was definitely nights where I would nothing would work. It would be like, and then I would start to get in my mind more and be like, well, why is nothing working? This is kind of ugh. Like maybe I'm just pushing it. Mm-hmm. So let me just stop. And those were some of the pivotal moments where I would just be like, let me just put it down. Let me do something else. Mm-hmm. Let me att- like put my attention elsewhere and then come back to it the next night and like experience a whole nother side of the song where I didn't even know it was coming. And yeah. it like, like there was one song that I was doing samples with and it just came together so well to where it like it, it worked within like 30 minutes to an hour. And it was one of the quickest things I've ever done and listening back to it. It's like, it's one of my favorite and like talking about samples, it's a kind of a weird subject at times with some people. Cause they're like, well, it's not original. It's not your own music. Like, but then again, it is cause you're, it's like taking puzzle pieces mm-hmm. and putting them together in a way where you're making your own puzzle that fit together. But you, like a sample is just one part of the audio. Yeah. But it could like, it could go from like a snare sound to like 10 seconds of like a, piano lead or something right. like a melody and you you bring that into your song right yeah so now it's a portion of it and so like it's it's things that you're creating but it's also mixed with samples yeah okay but you would like but say y- i took like a piano lead or a piano melody or whatever yeah chop it up maybe and that was one of my favorite things to do is with that one song that kind of worked well together it flowed nicely in the beginning part and then i would switch it up and like take bits and pieces and put them next to each other that kind of made sense in a way and then it started to come together and come together and i was like oh this works i mean i'd love to have someone else sit here and argue like the other side but for me i see that as art nonetheless i see that as you're hearing something in the world a sound and you're taking a clip and you're infusing it into a portion of something that you're also creating so it's a little bit of you it's a little bit of the world and it's almost no different than if you think about like intellectual endeavors, it's like, well, we read a shit ton of books and then someone goes and preaches to other people about all the stuff they learned. It's like, well, you didn't get those ideas strictly from yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you were influenced by the world. So I see it as, look, that stuff's there. And at the end of the day, we have technology to determine, did this person generate this music themselves? Like, even though there might be a clip from a sample, one, you're free to use that. And two, does the whole song, is it an original song? You know, the way that it's been laid out, the tempo, the other sounds that you decide to use, the guitar sound, like you play guitar, mm-hmm. right? So the guitar that you threw there in the background, it's like, it's still you. And you're still creating something. And even by pulling that sample and having that be a portion of your song, like, you had a vision. So for me, it's like, I don't see you doing anything wrong, you know? Well, it's funny because literally, I think it was yesterday, um, I was on SoundCloud and I'm like getting songs for our DJ gig in the in this coming weekend, and I came across this one song that was titled Different, and 
I guess it didn't really strike me at the point because that could mean anything. Like the title could just be for any part of the song. And then it started to play. And then right when like the drop hit, it did this sample of like this melody. It was like, I'm different. And literally I was like, whoa, that is something I used. That was the first time I've ever heard someone use a sample that was like a five second sample. Yeah. You can really distinguish and use it into a song, which is like a artist that had a few thousand followers. Like he's known it like popped up on SoundCloud. So he's like, he's definitely been following. It was just cool to hear that sample used in a song in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I can't really remember the song I made with that. I have to go back because it's one of those ones I like worked on a while back, but never like finished it fully. Right. But I would love to just hear my take and then just hear his and just hear that both together. It was strange to hear the same sample. Right. Now, Um, is is that similar to remixes in the EDM world? Because people remix the shit out of everything. But or Or is that more of like you have the core part of the song and you just kind of manipulate that? Well, that would just be like he made that song and like didn't even put the remix label on it and mm-hmm. just used that sample in it. And then I used that a while back too. And like hearing that same sample mm-hmm. is interesting compared to like a remix would just be like taking someone's song and taking their audio track and splitting it up in ways, right. adding your using, own touch to it. You're too. using a lot of like almost most of the structure of the song itself. Yeah. And then you're using, like, the song's almost going to be the same amount of time. If there's lyrics, oftentimes there's the same lyrics are in there. Like, you're not changing that. But you do end up changing the sound. That's why it's a remix. Is like, yeah. it went from being an original song to changing. Like, someone had a different idea of what this song could sound like. But I guess the difference is, like, it's not a clip or, like, a portion of the song. It's the whole song. And then you end up just, like, modif- like you're working with that piece. Yeah. As opposed to you pulling a clip inserting a clip maybe like cutting it up a little bit and using different pieces but also adding different layers and creating your own song like is that a good way to describe those differences yeah but with the remix side of it i would say like for electronic artists um they say that someone comes out with a song and then another electronic artist remixes it i feel like that is taking their song and kind of chopping it up and placing Mm -hmm. it in different ways but then you take the side of like remixes of like old hip hop songs or something. Yeah. Those can sound completely different because you just have technically the lyrics say of a song or like a rap right. portion, and all the whole the whole other portion of the song has right like no similarity with that original hip hop song or whatever it may gotcha, be. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think there was just another song I heard. This but is like why the, I'm hot. With, like with the remixes one. too, though, like if if an EDM artist today comes out with a song, an original song, and then when people remix it, the person still gets, like, the credit for the song. It just says, remixed by so-and-so. So it's almost like attaching your name to the artist who made the original and getting a little bit of, like, like um, I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but getting a little bit of, like, fame. That's not the word I'm looking for. Recognition for it. But it's still like you know it's the original person. Like well, you know of, who originally created the the original. A lot of artists, like I know Closey is. I mean, a lot of ones, but the one that comes to mind is Closey. And she'll like, if artists will release an album or a track, whatever it may be, then they'll sometimes 
uh, put up on their SoundCloud like five different artists that remix that song. Right. Which is cool because they're giving re- recognition to those people that like, oh, I like this version of my song, which is always an interesting side as well. Like if I was an artist and I was in that position to be able to let like give the rights to my song, give the rights of my song to like other artists and see what they come up with. Yeah. Be awesome. And like all of a sudden you hear it. one, you're like, wow, that sounds way yeah. better. Like that sounds amazing. I love their take on it. Yeah. But it's, 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 interesting the whole world of it and there's so many songs that like come out every single day it's wild let me ask you why do you do it do what why do you do it make music um there's this sense of just i guess euphoria like i was describing earlier but a lot of times it's like comfort i guess Mm -hmm. and lately it's been like with guitar um and singing i haven't really been like the ableton side of it the electronic side i really haven't touched that in a while i will say mm-hmm. it's been a lot of like guitar and writing lyrics trying to come up with them and that's like a whole different side of music and it's tough but it's the same kind of i guess similar kind of feeling of like once you kind of get something down where you're like damn that just feels good to play like there's three s- guitar songs that i have that i like finally have finished through and it's like they're just feel great to me like to be able to play something that i came up with and know what i'm playing and just go right through it like however long it is and just play through it and get that same feeling every time mm-hmm. um and then it's always like existed it's always gonna live on yeah it's cool you created it but it's and it's something i guess another side of it is like the side of art pushing through those blocks of just like not coming up with anything Mm-hmm. Those are tough because sometimes you're just like, why am I doing this right now? Like, what am I getting out of it? And like, yeah. am I even going to get to a point where this is all going to make sense to me? Is it going to come to completion? Yeah. Whatever it may be, but you push through it. And I feel like anything you're doing in art, whatever it may be, you're going to come to a point where you're going to feel satisfied with it. Hmm. And it's always going to, and no matter what, there's never going to be a completion to it. I think you can always, um, are you I saying guess, like, people remix. are always going to be satisfied with it, as in satisfied with their own work? Or are you saying you're going to be satisfied with the artwork that you produce, no matter what? I guess for myself, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where like, where does that feeling come from, right? Like, that you're just happy with it. Like, is that just something like... I guess it's tough, because it's like... For example, there out of those three like guitar songs I have, there's one that really feels just like concrete to me, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like I'm I'm done with it. Like it's just it's there. It was in the past, and I just love playing it now and just like revisiting it every once in a while. Right. Um. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that feeling is to like how I can get to that point or know when I'm at that point of feeling satisfied. Yeah. But it just, yeah, I guess it's just feeling based to where I can't even describe it because it's mm-hmm. just I know when it's when it happens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, it's and it's like with electronic songs back then, it was kind of like that in a way. But a lot of them, I still feel like they could get work on them, mm-hmm. or I could do more on it if I wanted to. But I just feel like those are another things uh, like timestamps of my life. Yeah. And they just are concrete in that kind of part of my life and i just leave them be yeah and that's that and i just move on like that's the whole point of music i feel like just keep on keep on creating and with art in general too i like that i like the idea of timestamps because i 
like to think of other things in my life, like not related to art, but as like reference points, which in some ways I think is very similar. But just having something to like a way to measure some sort of progress and not for the sake of like, not for the sake of like criticizing yourself or, you know, like thinking negatively about the fact that like whether things have changed since that last time, but the fact that when they do change, you have something to look back on and say, not only are these memories associated with all the stuff that I did in my life, but it also kind of represents an evolution of mm-hmm. myself. Um, cause I believe with anything, like we grow and we change and your art and other things that I do, you can see that if you have those reference points or timestamps. And I love this idea of like putting some of those EDM songs kind of like not really to rest, but like knowing that you're done with them and that you might just start new songs. And then when you go back, you'll see that. You'll be like, oh, those were some of the first songs I did. And then that was some of the songs I did later. (laughs) And you'll see, you'll feel and hear the evolution. And you'll go like, yeah, like when I did those songs, I didn't really know about this. And then I started to do that here and experiment with this. And then when I did, you know, the next set of songs, I really found this other, you know, sound that I just kind of like was all about. So it changed the whole feel of my music and like, that's you know evolution that's, that's and, and learning too you're learning along the way yeah too, you know i always like push for i want everyone to just keep on creating keep on what whatever it may be just always have a mindset of want to create things and mm-hmm. i for myself when i like speak about that i can't say that i do that every single day and there's days where i don't even feel like doing really anything if you want to put it that way yeah um but <clears throat> no matter what it may be like like because a lot of times when i like music these days i'll resort to just guitar and it's fun don't get me wrong but um like i want to push out my boundaries a little bit with music and just be like let me just try something else and the other day i was playing guitar and then i'm like let me just like put this diary now and let me just play some keyboard really got like (laughs) blub i don't know if the fans would know blub but just like (laughs) depressed or like (laughs) i don't know how you put it (laughs) Blub just makes sense just to me. Just got it's really hard to down explain. on yourself <laughs> yeah. after you hear, down, after you hear yourself playing and I just keyboard. Playing, like, yeah, and then like as I'm going through the sounds on Ableton, like clicking through them, my headphones are really loud. So every time I click on one, it's just like, pew, 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 like different piano sounds, and they just start to get really nagging to me. And it's all just building up to where I'm like, this is all just like making me. Why did I switch to piano? But right. it's pushing through that, and then again maybe it, that's fine like i dropped it whatever i, I got blub after like five minutes mm-hmm. but then revisiting it and not giving up on it and being like oh well that time sucks so i'm not going to go back to it no take that time as like that pushed me a little bit beyond my like boundary of like eh, leaving guitar and entering something where i'm like a little uncomfortable yeah but i'm only with myself anyway so why do i have to be uncomfortable yeah there's no need to be right um so yeah, I th- I think that was like the portion of like creating for me, but I just got to keep pushing through. Can I illuminate something that I like a message Please. I got there cuz I feel like to hear you describe that process just makes me think of I could play guitar and that's something I know I can do and to pick it up and to play songs that are familiar to me um or to be so good at something that it wouldn't be too hard to come up with something new real quick. It's like that's almost easier too. And that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, but you wanted to challenge yourself. And the challenge came with 
I'm going to play the keyboard, but like it's not as easy to get into something like to produce the continuous flowing sound of like Mm -hmm. rhythm and this and that. And it's like you had to experiment with, but what's interesting is like we talked about play earlier, but for some reason it wasn't like you couldn't find yourself playing and being happy with just these awful sounds (laughs) coming through your headphones. It's like that almost irritated you more that day. (laughs) But I feel like the irritation is not maybe not so much the play aspect. It's more of, you just have to recognize that like sometimes we're at a place where we're learning a lot and the learning, it doesn't feel like it's coming together. Mm -hmm. But what I see is a person that took time, said I wanted to challenge myself and that's exactly what you did. That's the irritation, like the irritation and the frustration from just hearing the sounds and saying like, well, why didn't I just play guitar? It's like, well, because you said you wanted to challenge yourself. You just expressed that to me. Mm -hmm. So like you pushed your boundary. You push it to the point where you stop playing probably. But when you look back, the next time you start the keyboard, like you might have a better idea of where to look. And you also know what sounds you don't want to hear. That's learning. So it's like there's so many elements that go into... I will into admit I was just clicking on random sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember. I'll probably go back to the same ones. <laughs> you just do that whole cycle again. Because I think You're the like, blubness increases, so I'm just clicking, and I'm like, God damn, every single... Then all the sounds start to sound the same, and I'm like, everything just sounds piercy. <laughs> and I'm like, forget it. I'm not even playing piano. <laughs> You're right. Everything I said was not right. Forget all that. That did not take place. He just... He confirmed... <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> All right. Let me real quick. I like I like that we're talking about the art and um I love your process and I do want to know. I feel like there was like two questions that I had and I almost felt like they were similar, but I almost feel like they're different. So I'm just going to ask one and we'll see where 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 it goes and if I have time for the other one, but I'm going to go with the one um what what are some things that inspire you? Like, what are some things that you do in your life that immediately after you think to yourself, that makes me want to create art, right? Like, that makes me want to go produce something. It's like a feeling, right? Because I feel like art is is something that makes you want to express something, and oftentimes that's associated with inspiration. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, do you have inspirations? Are there things that you do where, like, you know that you do them, and then odds are you're going to create something almost shortly after that event. You know what I mean? Um, I think it plays on a lot of feeling good in my body and something about like feeling fresh one day. Um, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what that may be, but just having my mind right. And I guess uh, another <laughs> side of it I could just jump to right away is smoking weed and that's that was always a time back then where it would influence me to create but then again i would start to at times associate smoking weed with well i'm going to smoke weed and then get on my computer and create or start drawing or do something which was good but it started to like put them together and then at points, like, I think I described to you that... What do you mean put them together? What are you like, putting together? I would associate with, like, well, the moment I get high, I'm just going to do something. So, like, create it, so then you wise. would only create when you got high. Yes, but also, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it would get to a point where I would do it and then hit this, like, 
kind of block of just like from being like high. in a way like metaphorically like just staring at a wall not that i'm doing that but just like almost just like my mind's not like working it's just kind of dead right and um there was good points but there was bad points but now i look at it as like the inspiration that i get is these days yeah like i've been trying to run um and being outside moving my body feeling what it's like to be alive doing something that's gonna like get my mind on this natural kind of high now i'm like damn this is fueling me to be like now i want to come back and create and do something else because i'm already like once i come back to the house or whatever maybe i'm i'm ready to do something else Mm -hmm. i'm not ready to just sit on the couch and just chill um so i think like that kicks in and then another part is like um if i'm say i'm outside running and all and listening to music music can inspire me the way like the sun beams down and hits me just certain like things of just i guess to sum it all up basically is this feelings of being alive the feelings of what it's like to live yeah and when i start to feel that i start to feel some way in my body yeah and then it hits me mentally and i'm like wow now this is the time to like want to do something productive or something that i've never really done and the other day when i was running i got done a run um it was like the second time doing it and there was like this feeling that rushed over my body and i was like damn i would love to have a book right now that i could write Mm -hmm. and my instinct is like to pull out my phone and like just type in notes and Mm -hmm. like yeah maybe that can suffice for it but no it wouldn't do the same for me so i just avoided it because i'm like i've done that before and i just this feeling of like writing did you regret it in the moment like not having a book not writing it on your phone no, not really. Because okay. I was in that moment while I'm walking back. Where you were happy either going. way. You didn't need I to I was happy, it. yeah. And I was going through my thoughts. And, like, this has happened many times because I've always been a person that, like, thinks a lot in my head. Mm-hmm. But I don't portray them out into words mm-hmm. for my own self. And that's always something that's, like, stuck to me. It's something that I've always – I want to say always wanted to try and I never have done. And I don't know why. Because I, I guess I, like – nervous or scared to sit down and just like have the fear of not knowing what to write yeah that's i guess always the fear of writing but then again it's like it makes me think of um when i write like sometimes like my mental blocks are associated with like trying to find the right vocabulary and i almost feel like if you're writing and you're not thinking of the words that you want to use or the most effective words or like even words that are just like synonymous but sound better or more you know work better for the sentence it's almost reminds me of you hitting keys where it's like (laughs) no that that word doesn't work no that's not it or why can't i think of the word so you're just staring at a blank sentence and it's like why can't i finish this um yeah like forget it it. you throw the pen down but it is like there's there's work involved like like without a doubt um i mean the thing is if i like that fear i have and this was the point that I was going to jump on to with like the music and the piano thing mm-hmm. is I've had this a lot is like the fear of not doing something because I'm afraid that I'm going to get to that block. I'm going to have that sense of once I start it, I'm not going to do anything with it. Yeah. And it's like that moment, though, I can't I can't dwell on that because I'm not going to create anything if I don't get started anyway, whatever right. it may be. Right. And that's the same thing with like writing is like if I don't take a pen in my hand and start just writing down anything, anything it could be. I'll never get anywhere with it. Like what I want to convey with my thoughts. Can I just do a shout out real quick? 
all right. <laughs> really, uh, your face was like, what is he about to say? <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Yoga with Adrian because Yoga with Adrian. She's sponsoring this. Sh- <laughs> she's not. But I, if one, I recommend yoga in your life just for numerous <laughs> reasons. We talked about yes. this earlier. <laughs> you but, should read them your list. But <laughs> if you go watch Yoga with Adrian, full support. I approve. Go do it. Like she'll get you into shape. Get to day 17, you'll be snuggling we're, up. <laughs> we're, we're losing focus here. Let me yeah, get back yeah. to my shout out was she reminds you, and this is a part of kind of like a system that I'm developing, um, is show up. And sometimes the hardest thing to do is just to show up and start the activity that you actually want to do. Because what I'm hearing from you is that you just talked yourself out of writing. That's exactly what I heard. And, like, that's cool. I'm not trying to, like, throw that in your oh, face. yeah, definitely. But I just want, like, I think it I, it would surprise me if this didn't resonate with everybody. But I think we all do that so much. We talk ourselves out of doing ideas that just pop in our head. And guess what? Like, I'm not saying that we could all, I'm not saying that we all have to be great writers. I'm not saying that we all have to be great DJs or musicians or artists. Um, what I'm saying is, we can still do a lot of things. We probably talk ourselves out of so many things, and we just don't do them at all. Um, but we could just dabble just for the sake of dabbling. Like it goes back to this theme of play, which I love that that's kind of the way this whole podcast started because I feel like that's a reminder that we always need is to show up and then to just play. Like that's you will fall into a flow state if you do that, but you have to show up. You have to at least like, and that's why I asked you about writing on your phone when you felt like oh I don't know if I really want to write on my phone it's like I'm glad that you don't regret it because I don't think you should hold yourself to that but it does make you think right like I could have just written a few words and like a few words is more than none and if you had started writing on your phone what if you just surrendered to the moment and the feeling and you said I don't really need to be anywhere right now and the fact that I opened up my phone and I started writing, which is exactly what I told myself just now that I wanted to do, and then I spent 15 minutes doing it, you might find so much fulfillment mm-hmm. and so much rewarding like feelings associated with that. And you also might realize that even just that 15 minutes was you giving in to those feelings and also putting in a little bit of work, which doesn't feel like work when you're playing, and you wrote for 15 minutes. So when people think about like, well, what does it take to be really good at something? It takes a lot of fucking time and energy. But when you do it and you don't realize you're putting time and energy and you spend 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, another 15 minutes here, when you're just responding to the natural feelings that are surfacing, guess what? You're playing, but you're also putting in the work. And so I'm not trying to, again, throw that in your face, but I'm just trying to say like, we can be conscious of these things and we don't have to make excuses not to show up. We can show up and when we do, we should again embrace it right like like tap into that and just see what happens and, and don't don't be scared right like and this is more of like an encouraging statement yeah um, because what you were saying right there i was just thinking like you said some point and instantly what popped in my head was well yeah if i didn't get on my phone like i took in the moment i took in what was happening around me but then again it's like reacting to whatever comes to mind and like in that moment no judgments towards oh if i'm gonna get on my phone don't it doesn't matter if I'm going to get on my phone in nature or wherever I'm about. No, get on your phone because you thought to write. Right. And you wanted to put down ideas and see what comes of it. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes, 
comes and then you look back on it and you see what like uh, again talking back on like timestamps and you see back on that time and then that reminds you of like where you were at that point what you were doing what kind of feelings you had in your mind um and you're right yeah that is like that is one of those things where for myself i want to push towards is like not giving into that fear not giving into those like excuses and just Mm -hmm. showing up for whatever it may be and doing it yeah and that is definitely a lot with the yoga with adrian because once you get to it you start doing it and you get in the flow of it and you're like wow this is like what i needed right now yeah and i knew it was once you show up and when when that's her opening line you know that because you're there because you started that video and because you're about to do it and then you start doing it, like in those first couple seconds, you already know like this is so much better than not doing it. Why was it so hard? You know, why did it take me a month to tell myself that I was gonna start doing mm-hmm. the yoga? And now I'm doing it and I realize it, the hardest part was just sitting down sure. and doing it, right? Yeah. But I've been telling myself that, you know, and I'm just saying that like generally, like we all tell ourselves all the time. I need to do this. I need to do this. Um, just give into it. If you're telling yourself that, odds are you are like. That's the hardest part of you doing need things, it is in your life. It. Once you, you know? start doing it, then there's no hard part at that point because you're doing it to your own kind of way. You're you're doing it to your own flow. Same thing with like yoga with Adrian. A lot of people and for myself at points, like when I show up and do it, mm-hmm. that's the hard part. Once I get to it, the hard part isn't trying to follow her or do whatever. It's just how I feel in my body. If I'm not following her precisely or I maybe skip on a move, no matter what I did it. And at the end, I'm going to feel 10 times better than I did before if I didn't do it. Well, so that's interesting. Let's just take a little bit of a deeper dive into that. Cause I was having a conversation similar to what you're talking about. And it's like, well, wait a second. Isn't the yoga hard? Like, especially if you're someone that hasn't done it. Right. But you just brought up a good point. Um, doing the yoga and realizing that if let's just say Adrian has been doing it for a while, right? Like she's a professional. So like she's doing it at her pace, which she thinks might be slow enough for beginners, but you're the kind of person that still can't keep up, right? And it's like, yeah, it might be kind of difficult, but again, if the hardest thing is showing up and then you're there and you're trying to keep up, when she starts going too fast, you kind of listen to yourself, like your body. You know your limitations in that moment, right? Mm. And you will get stronger over time and you will learn the moves over time and you'll get better with your breath work over time. But in that moment, what makes it harder is if you don't listen to yourself again. And so this goes back to what we just said initially is when I say I want to do yoga or anything else, you should just do it. And that is the hardest part is not doing it. And when you're following someone like Adrian, you shouldn't think about, oh, why can't I do what she's doing and try to keep up? Because your body's telling you that you shouldn't. Your body's telling you I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. So by doing it, you're doing what you shouldn't be doing, which is harder. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you'll get there eventually, yeah. but just like do what you need to do. Like like what I'm trying to express ultimately, and this goes along with like um, our holistic health model, but it's your body and your mind are giving you the answers like they're there for you if you just become aware of them your body is screaming out to you during that yoga video this is too much for me i need to slow down but if you don't do it it ends up feeling a lot harder than it should be you know what i mean and the point is is like you'll make gradual steps forward you'll progress you'll evolve 
but like you just can't keep up with her right now. So listen to yourself. And it's no different than I need to do yoga and I don't. Listen to yourself. Yourself just told you. Your body and your mind just told you, I want to do something. I want to expend energy. I want to engage with life, but I'm talking myself out of it. So that's just my message there. Because I think it's a really deep message that it's hard to be conscious of that all the time. And that's what I love about her. Like, in I think in every video, basically, she mentions that. And like right in the beginning, too, she says, thank your body and thank your mind Mm -hmm. for telling yourself to and making yourself come here and do this. Right take time out of your day to devote to like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it may be mm-hmm. just to be with yourself yeah, and feel good in your body. Feel what it's like to be alive. Mm-hmm. And that's like the biggest thing is just the feeling you get after whether like, and there's like today we were talking about, um, it was like the rest one for me <laughs> and like, uh, tell us about that. Boy, rest. did I feel sleepy? <laughs> <laughs> You've got some good rest. Didn't you? Yeah. And like, I'm not, don't get me wrong. It was definitely like, it's, it's needed for the practice. And she even said like the day before she was like, please show up for tomorrow. Like it is definitely like important. Don't think like, Oh, just cause it's a rest one. Like I can skip it. Like I want to do some hard yoga. Like, no, it's, it's needed for your body. Listen to your body. It's, it wants to rest. Yeah. Um, and if you've been following the challenge, like the 30 day challenge up to that point, that's intentional too, right? Like she's throwing a rest day in there intentionally, right? Like, as a reminder. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. would assume so. And it helps. Mm-hmm. And like for me doing it, I like I was saying too, is like, I feel like it was more of like a, like I guess I was like tired earlier in the day too. Cause I woke up early today. So it definitely felt like more of a sleep kind of yoga, but don't get me wrong. It was nice. And it was just one of those like practices that, like she said, it was it was needed. Don't miss it. It's important. And then, yeah. like, knowing that, like, it's one of those things if I didn't do it, I would feel kind of, like, guilty a little bit and be like, why did I skip that? Yeah. Compared to just taking out my day for, again, 20 minutes or however long it was and just being like, let me just see what, she, see what it's about mm-hmm. and dive into it. And it was really nice. Yeah. It was nice to just relax, rest up, and then tomorrow, like, Doing it again, knowing I'm going to go right back into, like, some heavy-duty <laughs> light. <laughs> I feel like you didn't have to get out of bed for that one. Like, you <laughs> no. were literally in bed. Like, I'm just going to turn it on from here. <laughs> I thought I was going to be asleep by the time you came over still. <laughs> I was ready to snuggle up. Once she said, pull that blanket over. <laughs> and then speaking of that, we got snuggle coming up. So. <laughs> but that's a little while. So. I didn't do the rest day because I just skipped days here and there. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, so when I come back, I'm like... I would feel guilty if I clicked rest knowing I didn't show up yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to do rest today and I'm going to do snuggle tomorrow. <laughs> I like the other day when I was talking to you and I said, I was like, you were looking at the practices. I'm like, what's the practice I have to do today? And you're like, death. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Cause like little did I know it probably was going to be kind of death in a way. Like I was going to die from Cause it. you looked like you needed to know, like, is this going to be a hard day? Is it going to be a light day? And I just wanted to scare the shit out I of you. Cause I knew rest was coming up too. Cause I'm like, all right, she's definitely going to like kick it in for this one. It would have been the best if she actually, if it actually said death, <laughs> <laughs> you got on there like, just, Oh God, I feel like that should be day 30 or day 29. Day 30 is reborn. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Death and rebirth. I like that. And then day 31 snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> the 